Hello, folks. Welcome to a new episode, new month of Thews on the News, recorded on Labor Day Eve to post on Labor Day. It's time to remember Jerry Lewis. It's time to think about the unions. It's time to think about workers in general and some of the past news that we have been exposed to shootings, the political scene, etc., etc., etc. So let's get with it after this message. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hello, everybody. Happy Labor Day. Welcome to a new episode of Thews on the News. I'm out here walking the dog on late Sunday night. And I hope all of you are enjoying your day and all that's associated with it. Over on Sister Station, New Source 1, Michiana, we got the MDA benefit going on again. Uh, been doing it since 2017 in the area. And Sylvia Stark over there and myself have been sharing the memories. Well, right now I'm taking a little bit of break, I'm walking the dog, and want to go over some news items. But, you know, it's it's hard to believe we lost a, a legend 10 years ago, Jerry Lewis, the nutty professor, and hey, light, hey, and so many others. A man who's cared about muscle diseases. And uh, I just ask that you don't forget the people with those diseases and the folks with uh, muscular dystrophy as you're listening to the podcast, um, because it's still out there. The local office got shifted over to um, Fort Wayne a few years ago. Uh, money dried up. Uh, there weren't telethons going on like they used to be. Uh, Jerry's last telethon was 2010, and then they continued it for one more year, five hours, and then they moved it a couple years to ABC television. Stopped it, and then Kevin Harp tried to bring it back, back in 2020 during the pandemic, a little bit later in the in the season, and he did good, but there weren't any more episodes of trying to this cause, so we at New Source One Michiana um, are doing just that, helping that, helping the cause and keeping it out there. So please help those kids out, help those adults out with muscle diseases. Yeah, if you can this week at www.mda.org. I got a nice dog here. I rescued a few months back, and it's like a German short hair pointer, but this dog likes to pull. So there's times you might hear that dog 
pulling it itself almost to choking. It just wants to keep on trucking and I'm not always expecting to run as fast as the dog wants to move. <laughs> but the dog's doing just fine. But anyway, but what's not going on is let's talk about a news event that happened just immediately after the um, debate. And we had a good listenership for the debate. And I appreciate Rick Rogers' comments. Um, Rick made some good comments and others did too. Um, and I'll go over some of that, I'm sure, throughout this podcast as I come to think about it. Anyway, um, but the first event that happened was that shooting. The shooting at the Family Dollar, Dollar General store, uh, racially motivated. You know, I've been listening to um, our shows that we used to carry, um, just downloading the podcast and being up to snuff on what the left is saying. And, um, you know, you cannot blame Ron DeSantis for the shooting. This guy, from what I understand, he's been in trouble with the law. He was committed for like three days. And Ron DeSantis didn't have anything to do with that. Um, and so people were bad. Now, there are times that people will make comments and will fire up the, those who would do harm. And I heard a recording of a guy on, I think this was on uh, David Packman's podcast this week. And I'm surprised someone hasn't called the FBI about this. You know, see something, say something. But this guy had a rally. And he literally fired at the crowd with talk, and I kid you not, of killing Dr. Fauci. And uh, in addition to that, killing and hanging, not just Dr. Fauci, but Hunter Biden as well, with uh, distortions of what, you know, was going on and is going on with Hunter Biden. And, you know, taking an extreme approach does not help. It's wrong, needs to be reported, and I hope that the authorities are nailing these people for these comments that they're making in the public because they need to be shut down before violence occurs. And so please just pray for our pray for our country. Um, the other thing that um, we've been dealing with also is Trump did turn himself in. We shared the mugshot on the podcast page and on News Source One Michiana. He's got a trial just before Super Tuesday, as you may have already heard. Will this occur? I don't know. Um, on the date that that's scheduled. Uh, my adoptive mom's biological brother um, has said that, and he's a Trumpy, and he thinks that things nationally will be delayed by a couple years and Trump will get out of it but to be honest with you he's done the crimes he needs to face the punishment and so we're looking forward to hopefully 
these trials taking place before the election and just dues being given to Donald Trump because he has deserved them, in my honest opinion. And yeah, this is the opinion column of Keith Thews. Um, yes, I like to have a, a balanced feeling, but when you get to a show like this, it's no holds barred how Keith actually feels and thinks and on, on news matters. And you know, I would like to find a, outside of what we have for Chris Christie openly talking anti-Trump from the Republican point of view. You know, it'd be nice to find a podcaster or a talk show radio host that is talking the same language to reach the people that are still wanting to be Republicans but not wanting to be on the side of Donald Trump, the MAGA side of things. And uh, so if you know of some talk show host, let me know. Now, a couple of two or three podcasts to go through on the news, I talked about a list of drivers, or drivers, sorry, of candidates for president that are go or go home folks, and we just had one drop out. Mayor Suarez for Miami. Uh, he wasn't doing anything at all, so time to bow out. And uh, everybody's wondering, well, what's what's going to happen to, you know, Ron DeSantis? He's going to stay in the race. He's going to be booted from the race. Who's to say? We've had one debate. He's had mixed feelings. I gave him low ratings, but other places gave him high ratings. It really um, is hard to say what's going to happen with Ron DeSantis. Um, obviously, we've got um, more debates that are coming up, but one thing I can definitely say is you need to forget thinking about Vivek Ramaswamy. The man is two-faced. Don't go with this guy. He's out there saying one thing and then openly stating, oh, I didn't say that, or you took it out of context wrong, or et cetera, et cetera. He's saying one thing and he's saying another. Now, I was hearing the things on David Pakman's show, um, questions given by Sean Hannity, questions given by Andrew Mitchell, one conservative, one liberal. And in both cases, Vivek Ramaswamy's open and honest truth really started to come out. The man is not, and I'll say it again, this man is not believable, nor is he a presidential candidate to be trusted. He's not doing the professional thing. You want an honest broker. So please, drop this character like a lab balloon. And if you know somebody that's enthralled with Vivek, show him or her the interview with Andrew Mitchell and or Sean Hannity. Yeah, Sean Hannity is buddy-buddy with Donald Trump. But still, when Vivek is faced with his own words, he'll turn around and deny saying it or twist it to fit. I happen to know somebody who acts just like him, and I'm not thrilled with that person 
how they've handled. Go, oh, yeah, well, they'll be good to have you there. And, or you can do this and then turn around and deny saying it or you took it out of context. It's almost like they went to the same class of how to talk to people. You know what I mean? So that's some of the thoughts I wanted to give for you guys on this episode. The other thing is support your workforce, whether or not they're in the union or not. I know unions have a lot of pull, and I am definitely open for both sides, so be aware of that. Um, but I think that uh, you need to celebrate labor and people who work because they're the backbone of America. And I, I heard that comments too with someone saying, well, you know, it wasn't the CEO, CFO. It was the ordinary folks that got us through the 2020 pandemic. All right, when I come back, I will give a few short comments uh, replying back to Rick Rogers here on the podcast on uh, one or two items that he brought up. So uh, please stick around and listen to Thews on the News for Labor Day. 180 over 111 and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Thews on the News for this Labor Day, Labor Day week, 2023 edition. And got a uh, nice voice message. Uh, Came in two parts, but I could only play the first part from our great friend Rick Rogers, who is a Trump supporter. And uh, he was given some good opinions uh, back to me on how he felt the podcast was and issues with the candidates in the debate um, and some other matters that are going on in the news. And as I said in the beginning, you know, this is Keith's personal opinion podcast. Um, So, yes, I'm going to be biased one way. And I've always definitely been speaking out against Donald Trump. But I'm not going to talk about that. I mean, I've spoken a lot. But I want to focus on a couple of things that Rick brought up. And first one is the Hawaiian fires. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. And all indications I've been hearing are that the utility company, electric company in that area, looks like they're the ones now to blame. I talked to a lady on Saturday over at the Crump, Tennessee flea market, massive, you know, next to the road, two flea markets and one across the street. But anyway, the one vendor lady um, was indicating she had heard that the government was responsible for it and that I've heard the matter that they didn't even sound the sirens because people thought it was a tsunami and they would have run into the flames. Well, I heard that they actually could have been safe if they had tried to get more inland instead of being kept. But she had indicated that 
whatever the decisions were that it was going to cause death and mayhem and entrapment of the victims. And that's just horrible. And I want to believe that a lot, to be honest with you, a lot of bad decisions were made with that horrific tragedy. And I hope that prosecution will, will happen. But Rick had talked about Joe Biden's and the government's funding of the rehab and and he gave an abnormally low number to me. But I will say that how he's handled from the reports that I've heard, again from the left side, um, indicate that really Joe Biden has not handled presidentially the fire. Almost as bad, maybe probably worse, than the lackluster treatment that Donald Trump gave to the people in Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. I think it was Maria. And the horrificness that that was. And to be honest with you, Hawaii is part of the United States. It needs to be treated with the right amount of funding because it is the United States, even though it's out in the Pacific in the middle there, um, as the continental United States and probably even Alaska, if something was to have happened in Alaska. Because if we don't help our states out and other places like Puerto Rico, if there's a war, um, people aren't going to be willing to be helped. And we also, you know, don't want to have egg in our face. So, same, I'll give this to all sides that were responsible for the decisions and the assistance. And Joe Biden needs to have stepped up to the plate and give in the same way to the victims of a fire like they would declare for victims of a hurricane on the Gulf Coast or the Atlantic Coast or wherever. Give the funds that are due proper to that situation. Now, Rick had also brought up the matter of comparing Trump with Russia, Ukraine, North Korea, and China to Joe Biden handling international affairs. Vladimir Putin started this. Yes, it didn't happen on Trump's watch. We don't know what was in the discussions except that no matter what the professionals told Donald Trump in the meeting in Helsinki, Trump decided to over and blow them off and go with what he believed Putin had said, even though it turned out to be smoke and mirrors. He believed a dictator over the truth. And uh, if you call what Reagan used to say, trust but verify. He went for the dictator in Putin as opposed to what the intelligence was saying. Yes, there was no issue. And yeah, Ukraine used to be part of the Soviet Union, but it's become independent and we want to help independent states, not a rebuilding of the Soviet Union. Now on to China and North Korea. Yes, Trump whined and dined, Xi Jinping, 
at Mar-a-Lago twice, maybe three times. But, and I think Xi Jinping kind of laid off a little bit, but he still wants to have Taiwan become a communist state. And he's made that promise to do it by 2028. But there's indications he wants to try it as early as 2025. And so wanting to do that, I don't think has anything to do with Donald Trump as much as it does on Xi Jinping trying to unify China communist style, which we want to help places that are non-communist as in Taiwan. I think we have honored Taiwan, recognized Taiwan. There's been debates about that, but I've seen us stand up and if Taiwan gets invaded, I definitely believe we should and will help that country stop an invasion force, even though it's a consequence of World War III. In the North Korea, yes, there was talk, and I read somewhere that things got very dicey when North Korea started producing nuclear weapons and running their mouth and us saying, don't you dare try it because we're going to give you, you know, hellfire on earth. That's a paraphrase of what Trump told them. North Korea. But things got really bad back then that the government was preparing for a nuclear attack. I read that somewhere. I don't remember exactly specifics, but I did see it. And, yeah, Trump whined and died, and indications were that relations had gone well. But, obviously, they have their own agenda, and things obviously were starting to not go well after a time as Trump got ready to be out of office, if you remember right. And, obviously, now we have Joe Biden... You know, North Korea is running their mouth and launching their rockets. And obviously, they need to understand that we will retaliate and wipe them off the map. Obviously, radioactive fallout to North South Korea and probably Japan, but they, I think, right now are running their mouth to intimidate everybody. And I, to be honest with you, at this point, subject to change, at this point, subject to change, you know, I think North Korea is afraid, Kim Jong-un, of his life being taken. And I think he honestly knows the score, even though he's a nutcase. So... We'll see what happens. We'll stay on the developments and keep you informed as, you know, developments warrant. So, anyway, that's uh, all I have to say. Um, thank you, Rick, for your comments. And we'll see what happens. And please help the folks there in Hawaii. Pray for them. Help them. You know, help, you know, uh, UNICEF or help the Salvation Army, places like that that are wanting to help Hawaii. And uh, get out there and have a good time this week. 
remember our, the, the folks who are doing the, the burden of the work in the United States and uh, support all labor folks and help the Muscular Dystrophy Association. They definitely need it. Well, folks, take care. Well, I'll be back with another podcast as news warrants. Take care and God bless you. Jesus loves you very much.